the In This League Podcast Network. In this ring, in this corner, Joe Pizzapia. This corner, Tim Heaney. Gentlemen, let's go. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joe, and me, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to In This Ring, the greatest wrestling podcast in the history of the universe. It's me, and it's Tim Heaney, and it's you, and we are talking wrestling here as per usual, and... Oh my goodness, it's been a busy time in the wrestling world. It looks like a war is heating up again, Tim Heaney. Are you excited for Wednesday nights? Ooh, Wednesday night dynamite or Wednesday night wars. I don't know whichever one you want to call it, but yeah, exciting times. Uh, October is going to be really, really interesting in the wrestling world. I'll tell you what, I, I we got to, we got to, we'll get to Raw, SmackDown a little bit and all the other things going on. Plus we had replacement obviously with John Moxley's injury over at the uh, pay-per-view coming up this weekend for All Out, but we'll get to all that in a bit. But we really got to start with this because this is kind of the big deal. The big announcement last week that NXT was now going to not only a two-hour program, but going to USA, not only going to USA, but going to USA Wednesday nights going head-to-head with AEW product, which is fascinating to me because I feel like that's kind of the overlap audience. Now, if you ask me, I had to just tune into one of them I'd want to tune into the NXT show because I like the NXT people better collectively. And I'm very impressed with that product. And now it makes a lot more sense why Triple H wasn't in charge of the SmackDown or the Raw product because clearly this was in the works. So I pose it to you. What was your gut reaction when you heard this news and you saw that they were going to go head to head now? I mean, I'm not worried about the head to head thing. I think the NXT's fan base is is entrenched at the moment. And I think they can even get more because... You know, we talk about the writing and, and the book on NXT just being spectacular. It's moving to two hours. That's where you might have to really micromanage a little bit more. If you're not, if you're hopefully not, if you're Vince too much, even though he's going to have his say because it's on television now. But um, that's where the key challenge is going to be in maximizing what's kind of bred into this indie darling, um, you know, mix with developmental charm. It's you have to like kind of find the happy medium between those two things. If we're going to, um, you know, really make a point of competing with AEW, but then, you know, it, it's it's okay because they're already in the lead. AEW has to be the one to claw its way up. So. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, AEW is going to have a, a base that's very rabid, especially the we don't like WWE base, no matter what it is. We hate everything that they do, even if something they do is good. You know, and you're never going to please those people. Pressing the keyboards, yes. Yeah, and that's fine. Yes, exactly. Ever, you know, the keyboard warriors out there over on Reddit who pitch and moan about every single match, even if it's a great match, and don't care. So, you're never going to have those people anyway. I I think that they have enough talent at NXT and enough underutilized talent on the main roster, where I think you're going to continue to see more of the guys like the Fandangos and Tyler Breezes of the world kind of go back to NXT and at least have runs there because it's going to be more useful. I guess the question is, how does this work from the schedule? Because they used to always do all these pre-tapes. Now, going to the Wednesday show here, is this going to be a pre-tape situation? Are they going live? Are they traveling? Like, how does this work now for NXT? It's live. It is Um, live now. I mean, you have to be because you can't be taped anymore because everyone makes fun of you. So it's not always going to be for full sale, though, is it? I would think so. Um it's kind of keep things comfortable there, keep them in the setting that they know and will and love and the performers are comfortable in, you know? Uh, yeah. I don't think it's going to be anywhere there. It's, it's, it's going to be live and in, in full sale. I'm pretty sure. And then it's going to be, you know, available on the, on the network Thursday nights at 10 PM. So there is a gap 
if you don't watch it on TV, if you don't DVR. But then again, everybody has DVR or Hulu or something now, so that'll that's not going to be a problem anymore. But uh, yeah, it's it's it's, it's live. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to test to see how some of the up and comers are going to do with that sort of setting. Do you think it hurts the AEW product at all in in terms of the fact that they had a stand? They picked Wednesday to have a standalone night right in between Raw on Monday and SmackDown on Friday. I mean, they knew they were going up against NXT, but that was on the network, and that was different. And, you know, people will on-demand watch that anyway, whatever. Do you think that this hurts them, just initially out of the gate in terms of buzz, especially because NXT is getting a couple weeks start on them? I mean, I don't want to say it's checkmate, but it's definitely a huge move to kind of – I thought so, too, especially starting ahead of them a couple weeks where you get people ingrained to a Wednesday night wrestling show and you go, oh, ooh. You know, whereas you start with that one and then flip over to AEW as opposed to starting with AEW and flipping to NXT. I just kind of wonder, because I feel like they have enough characters there. I, I also kind of wonder what they do with Gargano at this point, too, because I thought originally it's like, okay, well, I guess he's done after that send-off. Now I'm not so sure. Like, I don't know what they're going to do with him now. Main eventer on a, on the third network program, I think it makes a lot of sense for him right now. He, he's a main event guy, so you have to kind of keep him and, you know, let this transition, you know, at least to television be – some of the guys you already know, and Gargano's just, you know, he's an ace. So you, you keep him as a top part of, of a program, whatever one he's on. Yeah, I think he stays with NXT. I really yeah. do. I think that's the way to go. And and I know that was a kind of a weird send-off moment at the last takeover. After that third one, everyone kind of felt like, okay, I guess this is a swan song. And they kind of yeah. gave him that moment. But yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I just, I don't get that feeling now. I don't get that feeling at all. And I know there's a little bit of a, a gap in there, and I know there's there's certainly some opportunity for some other people. And this is a roster, too, from the female side that's a little underutilized on TV, and I think this is a great opportunity for a lot of them, a great opportunity for some of the UK people to cross over, too. I think yeah. that's also a wise thing to start exposing a little bit of the UK talent and trying to get some more eyeballs on that product. Do you think that's something they have their eyes on? Yeah, sure. I think you have a, you have a huge pool to choose from, and you know, people talking about guys from the main roster coming over, like a Cesaro showing up a little bit more often. You know, I, I'm dreaming of Keith Lee versus Cesaro at some point, but, uh, you know, stuff like that. I think, you know, the one-offs are good. That'll help fill, fill a segment each week. I think, you know, you'll see some of the NXT women come over, you know, like Rhea Ripley and, and, and Viper. And, you know, whenever Tony Storm, if she loses the title, uh, she'll, you know, that would be obviously a huge addition to any television program. So yeah, they have so much to choose from. It's just a really, they can they can be creative with their storyboarding for the next six months, basically, and see what kind of can play out. Yeah, I'll tell you what. They have, obviously the undisputed era is a huge win for them. Yep. Adam Cole is a huge win for them. Io Shirai's new character and Shayna oh. still. I I think Shayna should yep. just stay put now. And Candice, yep. you know, Candice, Io, Shayna should all just stay put. There's no reason to move them if this is if this is where they're going with all this. It makes perfect sense for me. Um, I was curious about the whole Street Profits dropping the titles. This I'm I'm not sure about. It feels like they want to move them up. It feels like they want to move them to that main roster. They yeah, I was kind of unfortunate with that too. <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah. it, it, that yeah. one was a little weird to me because these guys could have certainly helped that two-hour NXT product. But then again, if tag team wrestling is, you know, I don't know. It's, it seems like they just don't know what they want to do with the tag teams anyway. You got Matt Riddle. You got Marl right. Riddle now back on air every Wednesday for two hours, which just makes me just so happy. Just so damn happy. Um, but combat authenticity, moral combat, combat so. authenticity, and also you got some some people you know on injury who you hope are coming back. You know the Dakota Kai's of the world, uh, the Tegan Knox of the Tegan world. Knox, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of people out there that I also know that they just signed to. You know, like you got the Swerves, you got there's a big stable of talent, and now it makes a lot more sense too because 
it felt like they had so many guys there. And then all of a sudden they were signing everybody, signing everybody. They got and then Austin they got the Austin Theory. Theory. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So now Austin Theory, another guy too, where you're like, okay, you know, clearly they knew what they were doing. They were gobbling up all this talent. And if NXT has a real opportunity to, I hate to say this, but be the better indie darling show with better production value than AEW does. It, they've kind of put them in a bad spot. Yeah, it's a it, it's a it's a it's a critical blow. I'm not gonna say it's deathly, but it's uh, AEW really has to take a different avenue to get ahead. And you know, it's and like you said, maybe it's really locked into that number two share of wrestling, maybe more than New Japan or definitely Ring of Honor. So they, they can they can cover out their own niche. It's just you know the overall growth that they were hoping for for the first five years might have to take a little longer. Do you think that they just go for a flat out more just adult audience and just completely change the the concept of the product? It would, it would make sense. Uh, I mean, you know, they, they, they were kind of teasing that with the whole Cody chair shot stuff back a couple of specials Did ago. you see the Kenny Omega promo this week on Moxley about him obviously being hurt and not fighting uh, Kenny Omega? That was a very adult promo in every way. I didn't see way. it, but I heard it was pretty pretty vulgar. It, yeah. it, was, it, well, it wasn't super vulgar. He cursed at the Oh, my God. He said the S word. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> but no, but it was it was – more adult it was certainly well, people are cursing weird. on tnt now i think anyway in some of those dramas so uh, I, I don't even know if adult. Uh, let's just say it was more mature it was a mature promo it wasn't a wrestling i'm gonna come get you promo or or, a, or a cartoony or yeah, yeah it was mm-hmm. it was just a very adult you know we're gonna fight it was like a ufc promo if that makes sense yes like yes. you guys who don't like each other in ufc like cutting a promo on each other basically without realizing it and maybe we'll get Chompa back as well maybe he'll be healthy enough to have a a run here look they've certainly got the talent they certainly the in-ring talent i still say they're the best going right now in terms of roster is person for person pound for pound I agree. so we'll see yeah. we'll see what happens with that but that was huge that was earth shattering and and good for triple h man because this has been his thing and he's i think he sits back and he's like you know what i want to make this the thing and i think that uh that's a wise move for him and for the company just keep control over his baby because his baby's been real good it is the thing in my eyes it is the thing so oh it is the thing <laughs> top hat drop he dropped the monocle <laughs> folks he did it all right speaking of uh aw john moxley has a MERS infection in his elbow gross so that's uh that sounds terrible so he is yeah. out which is a huge blow for this pay-per-view it, it really is not because of who they replaced him with but because that was a thing and now it just kind of i, I think that's a bummer just just from a buy rate stance. I think it's going to be a bit of a bummer. But they replaced it with Neville, a.k.a. Pac, a.k.a. that's a dumb name. Just call yourself <laughs> Neville. And I love that. I mean, I would – no offense to Johnny Moxley, but I'd rather see uh, Pac fight uh, <laughs> Kenny well, Omega. I don't know about you. I, I think you're correct for the talent and the, and the ability in the ring portion, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's kind of a weird way to really kind of throw a nod to CM Punk at this thing if they wanted to show up. Just Moxley gets his own staff infection to kind of one-up him a little bit here. Yeah, it's it's weird. <laughs> uh, I mean, I still don't like that it's sixty dollars for the pay per view. I just think yeah, that's way man. too much. That, that, that's it should have been a thirty nine. No, yep, no, should have been a thirty nine ninety nine event. Thirty nine yep. ninety nine. I'm sitting there and it's the thirty first, and I'm like, eh, screw it. You know, you whatever, it whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, Split let's it. do it. Thirty first. Okay, you know. Saturday, you know, it's before Labor Day. We we're sitting around having a barbecue, whatever. It's getting late. Kids go to bed. You know what? I want to watch the AW pay for you. Let's see what the boys put together for 40 bucks. For 60 bucks, I'm just gonna, and I'm not cheap at all. I just, 
I don't know. I, I guess it's just the principle of how I want to spend the money. I don't know. Like, no, I don't think it's, it's a $60 card. Do you? It's, it's, it's not a good rope you in type of price either. I mean, all here's the thing. All out, you know, the, the, the Chicago special they're going to have every summer is probably going to be their number one thing all the time. So maybe you price that out eventually like that when you get a little bigger. But considering you did your first pay-per-view also similar to that price. And then this one, it's – I know you got to make your start. you got to pay everybody out of the gate. But it's, it's, it's tough. It's not – it's not like you said. It's not a. It's not like a, a snap buy for most people. I I think they should go the route of get eyeballs on the product. You know, it's better to sell a million pay per view buys at twenty nine ninety nine than it is to sell four hundred thousand at sixty nine. You know, like I I did that. It's it's just because you want more eyeballs on the product. It's about exposure for the product. That's what you want. You want to get people hyped up because pay per views are great and you can make money on all that stuff, but. You care about how much money are you making off the advertising on TNT on a weekly basis. That's the money. That's the bread mm -hmm. and butter money. That's what that's what you care about. And you get that from ratings. You get that from exposure. You get that from all the merch sales and everything else like that. And I know they've got a good thing going. And again, I want them to succeed. This is not like a negative thing on AEW. I want them to succeed. I will be watching the show. I'm looking forward to watching the show. I just feel like they their their model for the pay-per-views that we've said it before is just not good it's just not where it should be it should be about exposure it should not be about making it a premium product you can call it a premium product if you want but i'll be honest with you it's not as good as takeover they're just not no sorry sorry even this last takeover which wasn't great except for the first and last match it's still i'd rather watch that 100 percent. well you know you're gonna get you know b plus or better quality every match. You, you you know the bigger bigger events as you know WWE shows. You kind of thin out. And you have those gaps. You have those cooler matches that aren't always at least interesting. So yeah, I mean, and and build that on top of that. You're marketing for people that you're trying to get over. People don't, don't know who they are. It's you know you really have to be careful with how you build up these things. Even though I like the card, I think the cards would be really nice. Those 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 top seven or so matches I think are really intriguing. But yeah, it's it's a challenge. There's a lot of a lot of facets they have to grow, and they're really kind of. You know, doing almost doing too much too soon, too many people yeah. too soon almost. Maybe. So. Well, hopefully it'll work out. We'll see what happens. But now I wonder if they feel a little pressure because now mm -hmm. they got NXT at the same night, and I don't think they were anticipating that when no. all this started. I I don't think that was what they saw coming. I don't think anybody saw it coming. But uh, as you said, maybe not checkmate, but certainly check. <laughs> if you're yeah. if you're making a chess reference to it, that's definitely it. All right, let's uh, fly around Raw and SmackDown real quick and what we've seen the last couple of weeks. Uh, Sasha Banks obviously back. They continue to push the heel card on her, which is good. You know, that's where I want Sasha to be. You got her beating up Natty more, and that all works for me. The eight tag uh, eight tag team turmoil match or whatever this was. Yeah, yeah. and now of course you've got. Ziggler and Bobby Roode or Robert Roode now together. How did you feel about them coming in and basically just obliterating the tag team division? A uh, little, little detrimental to the overall depth of it. Um, I like that Dolph's doing something. I like that Roode's doing something. I think, did you see the comparison photo of Mr. Perfect and, and um, Rick Roode paired with them? Cause it was pretty, pretty funny. No, but that there. image came to mind. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it did like, I Bro. just, you know, it's, that's what it felt like. So, and it's fine. Like, I, I like them together. I think this yeah, was tough I to kind too. of put them over everybody else right away. But look, they want to use Dolph Ziggler. They want to use Rude. That's just what it is. Right. And look, Lucha House Party isn't paying any bills for anybody. You know, it's just not. It's not putting asses in the seats. I think Viking Raiders or Viking Experience or whatever the hell they are today would 
if they gave mm-hmm. him a legit shot. And I was glad that Heavy Machinery got kind of the last gig in that in terms of placement. I thought that was good for them yes. exposure wise. But, you know, there were parts about this that were OK. You know, other parts were kind of meh. And they've kind of put themselves in a weird place here with this old Strowman. Whenever you do the the two big guys at the top winning the belts, they did this with with uh, Dean Ambrose and, and Seth Rollins, too. And they've done it again to Seth Rollins now, putting Braun Strowman winning the tag team championships. It's just weird. Like, it's just, I don't know. How do you feel about that whole storyline with Braun and him and fighting from within and all that crap? It's a tale as old as time with the two big guys, you know, like, you know, Warrior Hogan. I think might have won the titles or Savage and Hogan. The Mega Powers might have won the titles. I mean, it's a good device if you're trying to give the champ a break. Um, but the fact they're doing double duty anyway with it at the next pay-per-view is kind of losing me, you know? Yeah. I was shocked that Drew McIntyre lost to Ricochet in the King well, of the Ring Championship. But then again, I guess nothing well, should shock me. Well, I think that the winner of that match, I, I, I as soon as I saw the bracket, I'm like, all right, that the winner of that match is going to the final, at least. So uh, are you going to are you gonna try this on for phrase? You ready for this? For size, you going to try this phrase? King Corbin. You like the sound of that? <laughs> I, feel, I feel like King Corbin might, uh, might be a thing, my man. It might be a um, thing. Just putting that out there. I, I want to. Well, we. I think we all want a Rickish, Rick, Ricochet, Cedric, Ali, Andrade final four. If that's just that I'm would thinking. make me very happy. I think. I think it's Ricochet, Andrade. Yep. That's that's. Yeah. It's one of those two guys now. Now that that's the bracket. I think that's. It needs to be, and I hope it's Andrade because I think it's what he needs. Ricochet doesn't need anything. I agree. He just needs Andrade to go out there and be Ricochet. Andrade. Yep. Andrade doesn't need anything either, but it would be a good. It would be a good little gimmick run for him as a heel without a belt right now to have that. I think that would be good. So let's let's get on to the very, very stupid. And the very, very stupid is Roman Reigns and this whole thing with the guy who looks like Rowan and the, the beard and the whole thing. And this is I was just hoping in the back of my mind it was Bertie Murphy all along. And mm-hmm. that would have been great. Like that was just the simple, really good way to elevate Buddy Murphy and just stick with something red hot. But what the hell is going on here with this? Like what? What? How? It, it, is that is that May Young just gave birth to a hand again? What's okay. happening? Apparently, Dave Meltzer, take for it you will, said it was a very Vince McMahon SmackDown because there was a lot of rewriting and stuff. So I'm wondering if there just it was a lot of you know misdirection just for the sake of misdirection. And oh oh wait, it was Rowan. You know, okay. It, I don't know. It, I, I'm I'm kind of disappointed. It had some it had some legs to it, but they've really kind of run into the ground. This storyline got pushed so much and it wasn't terrible. Nope. It, it was, wasn't terrible up until the minute where air, uh, they took the mask off the guy. And, and it was funny because when they unmasked the guy in the locker room, I was looking at the guys like, man, his legs are really tiny. I said, wow, could it be Johnny Gargano? I was like, wouldn't that be a win? Oh, like, God. Wow. Could you imagine that? Like, whoa, talk about <laughs> skyrocketing somebody. Right. And then Johnny Gargano would be this immediate bizarre face heel character Jesus. against Roman Reigns. And I went, wow, I never saw that coming. Too, too much like the Alex Black stuff, maybe, though. That, that I don't be. know. All I know yeah. is that the easy answer here would have been, it was it was me. It was me. It was Buddy <laughs> Murphy the whole time. That's what it should have been. It should have been that because that was the byproduct. The byproduct of this was, holy crap, Buddy Murphy, Roman Reigns could could sell tickets. That could well, headline a pay-per-view. And I would be very excited about the second. Yeah, man, let's get it. Yeah. And then he goes and he loses to Ali. So I don't get what's going on there either. I, explain this to me because I'm lost. 
Nice job, nice job in that matchup by both of them. That was yeah, but like, but yeah, what are we right. doing with Buddy Murphy now? We've we've given him this thing. And you're right. He crushed it. Now what? Yeah, it's just kind of like a like you know flat tire on on, a, on a, like a sports car kind of. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. All I know is they went from zero to a hundred and it worked for the first time maybe ever. It worked when you just took something and you rolled with it and you went, hey, I didn't see that coming. It doesn't make much sense, but it's good. Screw right. it. Let's roll with it. And then they stopped. And it's like, mm-hmm. you finally, you finally hit it. You finally did a good job. And now what? Now, now you're going to pull it away and back off from it. Ugh, that's Vince this. though. That seems to be Vince with the timing of all this. If he really is really getting heavy handed. So uh, I don't know, man, it's terrible. I don't, I don't have a good feeling about smack. I don't like, I don't like the, the Randy Orton storylines going. I don't like the, the Shinsuke stuff with Sammy. I'm kind of. No, he doesn't. No, you, you don't need to write Sammy in for him. It's no. it was unnecessary. I don't know, man. I don't. The whole thing. And then Chad Gable again, talk about loss. If there's one guy that needs to go to NXT, it's Chad Gable. Please, for the love of God, Chad Gable, Adam Cole, please. Can we have that match? Please. He's going to have a, he's going to have a nice one with Andrade though. So he will, he will. And that's great, but he should he should definitely be over on NXT. I'm sorry. There's no place for him. Yep. They, you know, they go. he never really had a run as a singles guy in NXT, so let him go run as a singles guy in NXT and build that up and find a character and create it from scratch because yep. one minute, what is he doing? He's backstage taking notes on people a couple weeks ago, and then you don't see him for like a month, and then he's back again. Like, what the, what the hell? Now he's just a short guy. Like, what is it? He's got no gimmick. Ugh. I mean, I guess they want to move, move away from the Kurt Angle stuff, but you know. I don't know, man. Well, they missed the boat with that because they had the Kurt Angle stuff. They could have made him the new Kurt Angle, Jason but instead Jordan, they made Jason Jordan his kid. And I, I was just like, wait, son. his black yeah. son. <laughs> yeah, like I just don't understand. It's like, wait a minute. So you got this guy who looks wrestles exactly like Kurt Angle, but you're gonna go and put that gimmick on his partner? Yeah, what? It's, it's it's weird. What? I mean, I'm waiting for the DNA test to come back and say no, it was screw up, and it was actually him. <laughs> well, that's Vince written all over it. Yeah, you that are would be not great. The you are not the father. Ugh. This oh, giant black guy. <laughs> well, look, um, I'm excited that NXT is going to be two hours. I'm excited that it's going to be on TV. Um, this is tough now because now there's going to be what three, four, five, six, seven, and how long is SmackDown going to be? Is SmackDown two hours? Two, I think. All right, so that's oh. nine hours a week of wrestling if I'm counting properly, I believe. So that's like uh, hours in the day. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know how we're going to keep up with this. We're going to do our best, but nine hours of wrestling a week, which is great during football season. It's going to be a little tricky. I'm going to love it. Come January, February, March. Yes. Oh, it'd be so great. It'd be so great. <laughs> and All it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be nice. So just yeah. terrific. So we'll keep you updated on everything mm. that goes on here. And that's what we're doing in this ring. And uh, I know we've been, you know, we weren't here last week. We just had the football, bo- hockey, excuse me, the hockey black book come out. So there's a lot going on with that. Hashtag uh, black tra- that's right. So go get your, uh, go get your new hockey black book out there. We know football stuff is going in high gear. We've had the you know Labor Day week coming up here. So it's been very, very busy, but wrestling is going to be really fun in the fall. It's going to be a ton to talk about. I'm really looking forward to it. Clash of champions, I think is going to be a turd. I'm putting that out yeah, there right yeah. now. It's not looking great. It's looking like a turd, but we'll see. Sometimes the turd gets polished, but uh, I'm I'm optimistic that by the time we you know turn the page to the end of the year into January, like you said, these shows are all rolling and it's going to be a good time for wrestling. So you can follow us on the Twitter machine at in this ring at Joe Pizza PS17 and at Tim. Excuse me, 
Team Heaney. You know, old habits die hard, Team Heaney. Old habits die hard. And, of course, you can follow in this league at ITL as well. Join the ITL Army and uh, make sure you subscribe to their Patreon page. I'll do it for me and Tim. There's only one thing left to do, and that's remember, everybody, to be the men, you got to beat the men. And we are the men. Tranquilo. Woo!